Yo, 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 we live on location with another Knuckleheads tap in, man. This one right here, Black, yo. You know we can't do nothing else but open this thing up with that Steph Curry, a.k.a. the Chef Curry 50 burger in a Game 7, bro. The most amount of points in Game 7 history. They say the boy gave a Rocky-style speech and came out there and told him to trust me, I got us. And then he went out there and put 50 up on the board in hostile territory. And at the end of the game, he made the motion, said, light the beam for that. What about the chef? Man, to be real with you, like I said, I thought they was in trouble. I thought they was really in trouble, man, going back to Sacramento with their fan base. I thought they put themselves in a uh, back-against-the-wall situation. But... Man, I got to stop disrespecting that chef, man. Chef came out and shot that ball 38 times. So yeah. he he was finna die with his shield and his sword that night. You know what I'm saying? Whether he hit him or not, he shot 20 for 38, which is over 50% from the field. The aggression was there. Couldn't nobody else buy a bucket, but he didn't even care. And that was one of the best performances I've seen in playoff history. These playoffs just been, man, just been crazy and crazy. We got 250 balls in this playoffs already, <laughs> man. And we got and we got a, a one, a two, a three, a four, knocked on up out of there. <laughs> hey, listen, I like like we talked about coming into it, man. This was what was exciting for us. It was so much parody, like Teams that then went home, you can't even say like, oh my God, I'm super shocked or none of that. It's like, it, it, all of this was, everything was up in the air. And then, you know, we talked about the huge impact injuries have played in this playoff. So it makes everything very understandable, the way things have been playing out in the way they can. But the, the, the first series that I want to talk about, bro, this was a shocker for me right here yeah. because Boston, Philly, Boston had got the home court advantage. Yeah. Then you find out going into game one that the likely or the favorite to be MVP this year, Joel Embiid, is out. Yeah. My thinking is that this is a this is a shoe-in. I mm. felt like Boston was supposed to be the stronger team, even if Joel Embiid was there. Mm-hmm. And then they go in there without Joel Embiid. And then that boy, y'all saw that fit James Harden walked in there with? Oh. Y'all should have knew when you walked in there with a fit like that, that your swag and your confidence is on a billion. Man. And that's the look, hey, that boy went back to, to H-Town James Harden. Hey, Did he not, Black? Man, I don't know why this is the era of disrespecting future Hall of Famers, but we've been disrespecting <laughs> future Hall of Famers, man. James Harden came back looking like Houston James Harden, Brooklyn James Harden, he came back and gave a show for us. Man, nice 45. He was very aggressive from start to finish. But my thing is... That was career high in playoff points for him, bro. That matched his career high in playoff points. Real talk, real talk. My thing is, it's like, I don't want to get nobody fired, but whoever drew that last play up at the end of the game to give Marcus (laughs) Smart the fucking ball... Nah, bro, fired. I think it was like, – like I that. think timeout. I think it was more to that play, though. I think I think Smart just – you know, sometimes you think you see a seam. I think he just tried to make a play, but it looked like it was an action on the other side between Horford, Brown, and Tatum where it looked like Tatum might have went back door or something to the rim, but, I, but still, we never got to see it. As I'm saying, to even give – you know Marcus Smart don't 
Sometimes he'll go AWOL on the play. You can't give him the ball like that and wait on the play to unfold because he would, he would possibly do something like that. I feel like that was a, that was a horrible draw-up at the end of the game. I feel like they played all game with a nonchalant style and a, not a sense of urgency of, like, a championship team. I feel like they learned a lot of lessons. It was the same thing they did in the first, the first series that I feel like that Atlanta got two games out of them. And they starting off this yeah. series the same way. I, I hated how they played. They're a better team than that, and they should know that they better than that. It shouldn't take them to lose a game like this or lose a game at home like they did last series and kicking off mm-hmm. this series for them to wake up and be like, come on, let's play. I will I will say down the stretch towards the end of the, I mean, different moments in the season, but then definitely since the playoffs have started, I personally feel like they've missed Ime Udoka. I definitely who, you know, do, too. Recently have been hired by Houston, and I think – you know, I, I you know it is what it is. I think Mizzou has done a great job, and he's growing. And this, like you said, this is his first time being a head coach, and it's not something that's easy. And I think he's growing and learning as he goes. But I think as a team, I think you can tell the difference. You can tell the difference. They don't have that same edge, and it's a you know they 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 were more taking care of business. You know what I'm saying last year, and I, I think it, that's the biggest difference between this playoffs and last year's playoffs uh, was, was Coach Eme. But uh, I still like yo. <laughs> The way Harden played right there last night, like, you know, all of the questions and can he, like, show up in big moments, I think, you know, like, that that game was, like, you know, him saying, and you saw his his what he, his reaction after the game, like, you know, like, people say this and that, like, just like you said, bro, he a Hall of Famer, top 75 all time, yeah. and you put him in a position where you, you know what I'm saying, the, the, he, he's been playing Robin to Batman, and he walked in and accepted that role, and he led the league in assists in that role. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he is wholeheartedly accepted that, and he went out there last night and showed y'all, don't get it twisted. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah I had a hamstring injury, and it was this and that, but, like, don't get it twisted. Don't forget who and what I am, and I can do this, but, like, I play a role for my team, and I play it to the best of my abilities to help my team and make my team the best, but, like, the boy is still James Harden. I think he showed everybody that and, last and, night. And another thing, like these playoffs, man, I, I done lost her, Rich. I don't got no her anyway, but I done lost her on these playoffs <laughs> defensively. Like, I don't understand the switching. You you switch Al Horford on man. James Harden, who already got 42 points at the, at the moment of the end of the game. You switch Al Horford on him. And he hits a three at the end of the game on Al Horford. Like, I just don't understand the defensive scheme sometimes. It was just well, like the, the Memphis, that's... it was just like the Memphis series. You let LeBron James get the ball at the logo, not a crossover, in and out or nothing. And he dribbled all the way to the hole and laid the ball up. And not only did he did it once, he did it twice. And that's the same thing I feel about last night with this and James Harden. James Harden is on the roll. He is the reason that they are in the game. And you switch your center on to the best scorer on their team at the end of the game and expect for good results. And that I don't see that. I don't, I don't see that as a good result. That's just how it is now, though. I don't understand. You know, that's that's like it's it's a different era than when we played and we were not we were taught and made get over the screen and stay with your man and all of that, all of that. But 
I just don't understand. Right now, that. It, like, it could be a non-screen, and they just point and switch. Yeah, it's like, not even like a contact. It, it even You're not a even screen. screen. So it's like it's just different now. And I don't know. I don't know why that is. <laughs> or, that's what I'm saying. They don't even make contact or hit you or nothing. So it, it's I don't know. It's a different. It's just a different way they playing right now. Yeah. You know, but like yeah, I, I agree. And to, to allow not only to you know even if you switch. I had a problem with allowing him to just stay in ISO. Like, they yeah. should have at least hit him, ran a man at him to get the ball. Yeah. Said, I'm not going to leave Al Horford on an island like that with the play of the game about to happen when we know what this guy with the ball can do. Yeah, they, I but, just, Boston is not playing like they lost the championship last year. They playing like they won a championship and they won a couple of championships. And I just don't like the nonchalant and the non-energy and the, the non-urgency in their team as a whole. They start with leadership. They start with with the coaching staff, and they start with the two leaders, man, Jason and Jalen Bryant and Al Horford. They got to get their team a sense of urgency because the job is not done, and they and they, not, they haven't won nothing yet. True, true. Uh, you speak speaking of sense of urgency, right? That brings me to the Denver Phoenix series. Yes. Now, <laughs> with, with with Denver handling their business at, at mm-hmm. home and, and and winning, you know, going up two zero. Even though they're the one seed, it's like an aura of shock in the air. Like, people are like, what's going on? And, you know, this, even when they were up 1-0, you know, they were asking KD, are you surprised? He like, surprised? You know, they're the one seed. So, Phoenix absolutely has to have a sense of urgency after falling down 2-0. Then we don't know what's going on with CP. He had a little growing situation where he left the floor. I don't know how serious – we don't know how serious that will or, or won't be, but – what should Phoenix, the the Sun's sense of urgency be headed back? I mean, we all know, you know, it's not this. It shouldn't be a, a real huge, crazy panic because they did what they were supposed to do. They won they two at home. Now Phoenix got to go back home. But how high should their level of urgency be right now? Oh, no, the, like, ur- the urgency is definitely high because, uh, man, they, they, they took care of business at home. But, but my thing always been about the Suns is I love the adjustment from Monty Williams. You know, they went from scoring 120, 125 points first game, and they scored 97 that game. It was a lot Mm -hmm. of defense, and they got extra physical with Denver Mm -hmm. and slowed that down. My thing about Phoenix is the lack of depth, the lack of, like, teams around them, man. You got CP, you got D-Books, you got KD, you got Aiden. But the others, the other guys and all that, Craig has been stepping up big time for him. I love how Monty, he played like more like 10 or 11 guys last night to kind of get a nice little rotation going. But the lack of depth from the Suns scares me because it put even more pressure on Booker and KD to get 60 and 70 points combined together. You know, they got to do that every single night for them to have a chance to win anything. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's just the Suns' problem. It's just a lack of depth. I don't really think it like it's nothing they, they, they're really doing. I feel like they played a great game. They, they cut down on the turnovers as much. They, they played more deep, played more physical. They shut down a lot of stuff that the first game they're getting, like Aaron Gordon getting 20-some points, all that stuff. You know Joker, he's going to do what he's do. He had the ball in his hand too much not to do what he's going to do. But – just a lack of the other guys that they have. They I don't mean, have that, a deep when, roster like that. I mean, but when you talk about the other guys, like I, I would like to see 
T. Ross, who can get out there and score in bundles, at least get a chance. He got a DMP coach's decision. Yeah. Landry Shamit is a guy who can shoot the ball and, and, and can score and shoot threes and space the floor. Yeah. I would like to see them guys get at least thrown out there. Yeah. At least see what they got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, you got, look at the bench players. It was oh, zero for zero, zero for two, one yeah. for two, zero yeah. for zero, one for seven, zero for five. Like, for yeah. that. You can throw T. Ross out there. Like, you you, we can. know what T. Ross, he's but known as a human we gotta, torch, bro. We got like, to can... realize, too, too, with this Phoenix team, this is KD's 15th game playing with the Sun. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like that's, we that's, don't, they don't really know the it. rotation. They don't even know what the other guys can do. Like, it's it's just like, like I said, I feel like it's lack of depth, but it's a lot of we trying to figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they hadn't played together a lot. Yeah. They hadn't had a lot of time together at all with these new guys. And, I mean, you also add T. Ross to the team yeah. as a new guy that came in and that stuff too. But for me, I just, you know, it's 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 obviously, obviously you're going to need D-Book to explode. Yeah. You're going to need KD, KD to, to go off, yeah. to, like to have a real big night. And then we're going to need – me personally, bro, mm-hmm. you know me, and you know how I move. Like, I don't care what goes on with DeAndre Aiden. I need 15 rebounds need, or more. You need more out of him. I don't care. Yeah. Anything else, like, you know, we saw them, like, we watched TNT last night. Shaq them showed the clip of him watching Jokic or whoever, and them go yeah. battle for boys while he was literally watching. Yeah, some, if I'm one of his teammates, I'm going to say something like, bro, like, I don't care. I don't I don't even, you know me, bro, from my big, I don't care how many points you score. I need I need you in there battling. Yeah. Go keep Von Looney mode. Yeah, I'd rather Looney you foul out. Looney ain't got to get like, buckets like, like I, I said, want you to foul. I want you to get boards like no, Looney but I'm just boards. Saying, but, but and that's going to get if, you if, points. You're getting the ball right next to the basket. I don't want you to foul out, but, like, if you foul out, I know you was being aggressive the whole game like well, he I, got five fouls last night i yeah we need him to be <laughs> extra aggressive like it's just i don't know a sense of urgency with him too i feel like he don't get going like you said until he get a bucket and and when you play center it ain't all about a bucket this is a guards league and and the guards gonna get the buckets and, and like it's just what it is i need big fella to, to, to own that paint and and everything else follow after that like i say go get seven offensive rebounds get 15 16 overall rebounds and when you get them offensive rebounds guarantee you one of them gonna be a tip dunk or easy put back layup or something yeah and just get yourself going but like i also feel like denver has been extremely disrespected you know what i'm saying they're number extremely. one seed and they weren't viewed that way and everybody's looking at it like this shock that they are up 2-0 when yeah. They were the number one seed. They're a very deep team. They yeah. they got good coaching, yeah. and they got you know a back to back MVP and Jamal yeah. Murray, who's an All Star caliber player. Aaron Gordon, an All Star caliber player. Yeah. They got pieces, bro. Pope KCP is yeah. a, is a champion. Man. They got a lot of guys. Bruce Brown Bruce is like Brown. the Swiss Army yeah. Knight who do everything and Porter. play extremely hard. And man, yeah, they got they got they, they got, got bodies. Green so it's like, coming off this, this, they deep. <laughs> this is not this is not going to be an easy series. It's, I mean, obviously, you know, they up two zero, but like I think, I think everybody kind of discounted or didn't really give Denver their proper respect walking into it. Like this is the number one seed overall, and like they doing what they supposed to do. Yeah, but th- this is you know this is the same thing Golden State went through. Remember when everybody was saying, but when Golden State before yeah, yeah. they won that first championship, like man, <laughs> they can't do it. They can't shoot that many threes, or they can't do this and do that to win a championship. And when they win it, 
this is the growing pain of being a champion, man. Everybody gonna doubt you until you prove them wrong. So, man, shout out to Denver for playing good basketball and and, and leading the series 2-0. All right, man, moving on to this Miami-New York series. Yeah, yeah, Two yeah. of my old squads, and what do we have here? Another Jimmy Buckets sighting. Yes. Jimmy Buckets is becoming things of legend with these playoffs and how he, he morphs is. into another worldly, humanly type player when he getting these playoffs, bro. And in true Jimmy fashion, strolled into the Madison Square Garden. First of all, did you see the coat? Did you see the coat he walked in with? I still see the coat. He was he was something like a 2023 Frank Lucas, and all he was missing was the hat to go with it. But right then he had that. a flat coat on, man. Hit the hit the little ramp up the garden, and I said, uh oh. Yeah. When I saw him walk in with the little smirk, with the look, I say, Jimmy about to try and go ham, and he did. Yeah. He did just that, bro. Like. The the first of all, let's talk about that crowd at the guard. Let's just talk about the the atmosphere at the guard. Mm-hmm. Now I ain't played for the Knicks since 2013. Mm-hmm. Right hand to God, I had people texting me trying to get tickets to the garden to the game. <laughs> Straight up, no lies telling you right now. People who listen to this and hear this and they know who they are, they can vouch. They were. I had people tell. I said, hey. Hey, I say it ain't no way, shape, form, or fashion. If I I ain't walking up in there with you, I can't get you no tickets, bro. Like, if if you ain't like one of my one plus, I can't do nothing for you. Like, they not about to give me no tickets for nobody else if it ain't me. So, I ain't, you know, we can't be like the garden. Bro, from the celebs, from just the fans, the like the events. You know, I, I follow a lot of Nick fans for me being there and the events that they was throwing around town. Knicks fans TV had the joint, the watch party at the 4040. It was like, bro, the the city is on fire. Yeah. Like if they this is this series, like them winning the playoff series and getting to this next round got it got it super, super turned up. But tell me what did you see, bro? Like they had no Julius Randle with mm-hmm. the ankle injury. We don't know how soon if he'll be be able to be back for game two. But how big was that for them with, with, with Randall being out? I think that was big for them. They needed Randall to just bring another dynamic. But I feel like the Miami Heat came out aggressive. I feel like they came out aggressive. They came out to get a win. And I feel like Kyle Lowry and Vincent attacked Brunson all game. Mm-hmm. Defensively yeah, and offensively. They attacked Brunson all game, and I think that was kind of the key. Love the, the full court passes from Kevin Love, man. I always love somebody hey. who can quarterback <laughs> like that and throw them full court passes. Hey, them was key passing. Ke- Kevin Love got break starter on Hall of Fame. Yeah. He RBLB every time for all my 2K people out there. They know what I'm talking about. He RBLB with perfect accuracy every time. Yeah, and Jimmy right. was on the other hand. He in the club hanging out. Hey, boom. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yo, this is hilarious yeah. how he was just getting that thing and phew, plucking it. Yeah. But for me, bro, like playing that one year in, in Miami and getting to know Heat culture and Spo and all of them, like, Bro, they live for this. Mm-hmm. They live for this. Going in there, like I heard Spo make a quote, like they feel like they the Navy SEALs. Drop us into whatever territory and we gonna, we gonna get to it. Like yeah. they, like that atmosphere, like you could see it in Spo's eyes when he on the sideline. He got yeah. that vigor look where he's to, like, yeah. he loves this yeah. shit. Like Them he, as a whole team, the team they and look and like and that. Yeah, it comes down from Pat Roddy on down throughout the whole, and then you look at the type of players they got, bro. When yeah. you talk about Gabe Vincent, 
Like, who knew who he was? Mm -hmm. Like, this dude then grinded and made himself, like, you know, they developed players and all of that over there, but, like, he came out of nowhere, and this dude is a is a super, super yeah. solid piece. More than that three-point threat, all of that, like, hellacious defender, like you just said, attacking Brunson and all of that, and then he making it hard offensively, too. He attacking you. Yeah, he attacking So, like, you. all of these different dudes that they got and the way that they build their team, and they got – they got guys that's ready to go to war, bro. Mm -hmm. That's what they ready to like to fight for whatever they gotta fight for. That's why New York and Miami, that that whole and the way that they the heat culture, that's what makes it perfect for this environment. It's mm -hmm. screaming, it's yelling, it's like all of that goes into the makeup of this team, man, and make these dudes like, you know, like warriors. They with it. They yeah. they down players, man. They, you know, undermanned. And they just they just steady rolling me and Caleb Martin, mm -hmm. Strews, like you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. These dudes are just all dudes that weren't like the lottery picks, the 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 all stars supposed the to be. Out, that. Yeah. They, yeah, like they just made their way, and like these is the type of dudes they take, and they got a little bit extra on the toughness, on the edges, on the heart, because they had to fight for everything they got. Mm -hmm. So you know that that's what that's what make it a little bit different. Yeah, shout out to the Miami Heat, cause like I say. From the start of that game to the end of that game, they looked like they was coming to get them a win, and they got them one. And, and, and shout out to Gabe Vincent, man, because you can tell how he started the game, how he was shooting the rock. He's shooting threes on breaks and all. They <laughs> gave him the green light to go yeah, at Brunson bro, yeah. and get at him and make him work. And shout out to him for getting the opportunity to do that. Jimmy rolled his ankle. We don't, we don't know. I mean, he still stayed out there, you know, yeah. toughed it out and finished out the game. Um, you know, but he he toughed it out, so we'll see how much that's gonna play into how how effective and he can be and how he'll how mobile he'll be next game in game two. But also we gotta watch for Randall coming back. Also, man, shout out to Bro D Way. You know, he was in town sitting courtside looking like a look looking like a superstar, like he had theme music playing with shades <laughs> on indoors, cool as the other side of the pillow. You feel me? Man, indoors with the shades on. Then I seen him out there last night, him and Gabby at the Matt Gala, man. That boy D Way, boy, boy, that's a superstar man. right there. That boy got leather on and sunglasses. That's when you know you cold, hey, boy. You got man. leather and sunglasses. He like the Fonz, ain't he? Hey, when you a Hall of Famer like that, man, and you got a beautiful wife like he do, man. I, I'll be everywhere around all these cities, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Waves, man. Straight Stepping up. out being black excellence. You know what I'm saying? D-Wade and Gabby killing the red carpet. Straight up. Now we got to talk about that Golden State LA, Black. Mm -hmm. We got LeBron and Steph again. Mm -hmm. We got LeBron and Steph again. We Did we even think we would get this? This is And how epic is this about to be? These is two two icons of our of this of generation is about the yeah like this is about to go down what you thinking in this one black i uh man i got golden state to beat them but man if ad be a ad it can change a lot of things man ad got to dominate draymond he's got to dominate looney they don't have nobody after draymond and looney like, he, nah. he needs to dominate, dominate, dominate for the Lakers to have any chance of winning this series. But I got Golden State, you know? I got the uh, the baby face killer. But, uh, yeah. man, I, I just want to see AD just be great, man. Be what everybody that's looking for him to be. This is his opportunity to kind of get all that stuff that everybody was talking about him 
up off him, and this is the perfect opportunity to do it against the defending champs. But this is going to be a series, man, and I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see the Draymond and LeBron matchup at power forward. Mm-hmm. Like, Draymond is going to have to go at LeBron this series. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, a, it's, some, yeah. it's, some, it's some matchups there that, that, like I say, AD, man, Draymond and LeBron, man, seeing stuff, man, I'm excited for this series. You want to know what I'm excited for? It might be a dark horse. If, like, if he really made good on this, it might be crazy. Yeah. I'm excited to see Clay. Clay mm. said he's been waiting for this for 12 years. Mm. This is the team he grew up watching. He well, said, I've been dad. waiting for 12 yeah. years to try and give it to the Lakers in the series. He's like, this is a dream come true for me. Yeah. Mom, dad, family going to be there. Like, we got we to gotta keep an eye out for, 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 for Clay showing up like Killer yeah. Clay and going, you know, like yeah. going ham up in that joint because when you talk and say things like that and you know and that's something that you've been wanting and you, you know like you don't you don't know what might happen i'm just saying we got to definitely keep eyes on that and the other thing i think like you said I, I i'm with you for the lakers to even have a chance to even before you get started ad has to be dominant ad because yeah, what be we've seen what yeah what we've seen from looney if he gonna go out there and like forget about scoring, I'm talking about just rebounding alone. Mm. They gotta have somebody to combat that because yeah, that man is a is a animal on the glass right now. If you you gotta like like AD's been having games 15, 16, 17 plus maybe 20 rebounds. He gotta he gotta be that dude. Yeah. Because what Looney has shown throughout this first round, like hey, this is who I am. I'm coming to get all the rebounds, mm-hmm. and I'm you know I'm not gonna stop. Mm-hmm. But then it gets to you know with with the Lakers they. They they have to be that team that AD leads and LeBron. I just feel like LeBron gonna be him. He yeah, gonna LeBron whatever gonna going him. on. He gonna he gonna see the game and he gonna give them what mm-hmm. he what they need. He gonna yeah. he gonna do that. So he you can you can feel him book him for what he gonna be. But they need AD to be that dominant lead guy, and then they need their shooters to shoot. Yeah. Because when they shooters not shooting, if if, if the if the Reeves shooters. You know, uh, Hachimuras, D'Angelo, they not they not them making threes, no buckets. Them threes. Yeah. It, it don't matter what them other dudes doing. It's gonna be a wash because then they gonna get to double up on them and do all that different stuff. So they they ain't gotta be like in Fuego, but they gotta keep they guys yeah, honest. They gotta, they gotta keep, keep the honest. team honest, yeah, making some right threes here and there and knocking them down. Because if they don't do that, it's gonna be too much. We could focus on LeBron and AD, and then that's that. If we can't kick it and breathe, and them boys hit some threes, D'Angelo Russell ain't doing his little thing. At some point, it's gonna get tough on them, and that's when it becomes too much. But if them boys is spacing the floor, that changes the whole series. If they making threes, the Beasleys, the Russells, and all of them, that makes it a different series for Golden State. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. We got the random stat of the week, Black. After his 45-point performance, James Harden's playoff average in Boston is 36.3. Mm. That's that's the second highest among 845 players. The mm. only player with a higher postseason average in Boston, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Who is it, Black? M. Jilla. <laughs> oh, you already know. And do we, Would you like to know what that average is? I definitely would. 47.2 points per game. That's 50. Rounded off to the nearest 10. That's 50. Do you hear me? And I'm talking about that's in Boston. Mm. That's not like just against Boston where that's in the guard. Mm. That man averaged 47.2. That's why Bird was saying that wasn't that was that, that was God, God in basketball. <laughs> so, so, yeah. That's yeah. why that was the type of stuff was being saying. Yeah. 
But hey, man, listen, we'll be back, man. We're going to get into these games tonight. We're going to keep tapping right back in with y'all, man, letting y'all know we got our little finger on the post. I, was, I wasn't. I wasn't done yet. You gotta. Oh you gotta bad. let me do my thing, baby. You gotta let me do my thing, baby. I apologize for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was about to say, we are gonna keep tapping in with y'all, keeping our, you know, our little fingers on the post of this playoffs and letting y'all know what we think. We want to hear what y'all think too. Holler at us. Send us some 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 questions and opinions on what y'all think of these series. But you know, we gotta do our shout out, baby. Yeah. Bo bo. That's the first one. You got a shout out, Black? I do, do you got, got a shout out? out? I do got a shout okay. out. My big shout out is to, man, shout out to James Harden. Shout out to, to him. Like I say, this is an era of where we disrespect our Hall of Famer players or our future Hall of Famer players like Russell Westbrook and other players. But, man, James Harden then went through a lot these last couple of years of people not, not confident in what his ability is and what he's, he can do. That was vintage James Harden last night, showing that 45. Shout out to James Harden for the game-winning shot and leading his team to a victory in a tough series where everybody got Boston to beat them. Word. Hey, my shout out, I just want to shout out Golden State and LA. You know what I'm saying? Both of them had some little, you know, tough first round series or what have you. But I want to shout out to them for giving us this classic again. This Steph versus LeBron. It's iconic. You know, this is what everybody want to see, man. The Titans go against each other and, and see how it fair out. So, man, I'm excited for this series. And, yeah, that's a shout out, man. We're going to uh, tap back in with y'all in, a, in another day or two after some more games get going. But this been another tap in. We'll holler at y'all from live on location. Yes, sir. We out. I want to thank y'all for your continued support of the Knuckleheads podcast. Be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also watch all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast. And join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. The Players Tribune.com.